0: Good morning. Today's Dava Nazir is Lamed Tass. We're going to be starting today in the Mishnah, uh, the uh, five, six lines down. Anyway, the uh, Mishnah over here is going to move now to the cutting of the hair. So in the sixth parakel here in the Masech, let's just uh, zoom out for just a moment. And uh, we're learning. Uh, we're going over the Surim of a Nazir. In other words, the first five parakel of the Masech talked about becoming a Nazir and the verbalization that's required in order to become a Nazir. Good. But now that we're here in the sixth pack of the Masech, so, so our focus is going to be on... Now that you're a Nazir, now what? So now we know that there are three serums. So that's clear in the Torah. So, but of course, within, when we're going through the Torah, so we're interested in the details. And that's what we're getting over here. So the essentially opening of the, uh, of the six parrots. So we went over grapes. So what part of the grape you're now allowed to eat? So uh, any product of the grape. Uh, anything that is produced from the fruit of the grape. Uh, what about the leaves? What about the shoots? So that's the machlokus tanaim that we saw earlier in the, um, in, in, in the parak. But meanwhile, uh, so that's what we talked about. And then, uh, the suki got a little bit long because we went over into klalem. Into some really general principles, important general principles. Uh, we went over principles of how to darshan, klalu prat, prat uklal. We went over klalu prat uklal. We went over prat uklal uprat. So, uh, that was a fundamental daf. And then we also covered some really fundamental topics like, for example, hetermitsarf laser. And we, and we covered the topic of Tom Kaker. I, I know I was away for all those topics, but those are really big topics uh, that we covered over the course of the last couple of days. Uh, which again, very basic, very fundamental, all having to do with the prohibition of the Nazir not eating grape grape product and even the and even something something which is grape flavored, but grape flavored meaning flavored from the actual grape in themselves. Artificial flavoring for the Nazir would seem to be fine, but anyway. But that's uh, that's what we spent uh, time going over. In, uh, over the last couple of days, so uh, that was now the yotzei mina Now we're up to the next topic, which is going to be hair cutting. So nazir no, not allowed to cut his hair, and so simple questions, which we're going to be dealing with in today's daf. And what if he did? In other words, how is that going to affect his nazirs? And let's not make him a let's not make him a bad person, even if he did. By the way, he's not a bad person; he just did something that was wrong. But the uh, but let's say somebody else cut his hair. Let's say listim cut his hair. Now, how is that going to affect his Naziris? So that's going, come, that's going to come up in today's DAF. So now we move from the topic of, of grapes, and now we're up to the topic of hair cutting. And then, by the way, it's not that hard to forecast what's coming up ahead, and that's going to be tumma. In other words, the third prohibition when it comes to Nazir is he's not allowed to be metamala mace. So that's coming up as well over here in our parak. So this parak, which is a longer parak, fifth parak was unbelievably short, but here in the sixth parak, so we're going over, the isurm of a Nazir, and so now we're up to iser number two, and that's going to be the cutting of the hair. So first the Mishnah opens up with a simple point, and a fundamental point, and that is, is that your Nazirus is going to be 30 days if it is undefined. You do not give definition to how long your Nazir is going to be, so it's going to be 30 days, minimum of 30 days, meaning that you could make it longer, you could say your nazirus is going to be 100 days, but in other words, if you leave it undefined, it's 30 days, it can't be less than 30 days. If you say you're going to be Nazir for a week, we made this point already earlier in the Masechta, so because of this rule, Stam Nazir, Islam, and Yom, so then it immediately defaults to being a 30-day Nazir. We also touched on earlier in this Masechta a fundamental debate amongst the Amaraim, whether or not Stam Nazir is actually 30 days or really 29 days. Okay, and then each one of the Amaraim had to go ahead and explain this mission, which we're learning now. Second time we're getting this point over here in this Masechta that Stam Nazir Islam, and Yom. Anyway, good. That seems, in other words, this is repeated information in the Masechta the the point the Mishnah is making seems to be setting ourselves up for the next point, which is, So let's say that the Nazar cut his own hair. Again, he shouldn't have. He prohibited the Torah in doing so. But the, um, uh, he prohibited the Torah. The Torah prohibited from doing so. But still, we are now going over the fallout, the consequences. So if he is Megalech, or let's say, uh, Ananjus were Megalech, so now what happens is, Soser. And specifically, Soser Sosomion. Now what he's going to be doing is he's going to be losing 30 days. Okay. Let's put a pause over here right now, and let's, let's see if we can understand and analyze what exactly that means. He's going to be losing 30 days. What does that mean? He's going to be losing 30 days. Okay. So there are really two different ways of, of understanding and interpreting this part of the Mishnah. There's going to be Tosos and there's going to be the Rambam. In fact, the Rambam is such a unique sheet that I brought it inside so I could read it inside, uh, so that we get to see, we get to see the Rambam inside. But before we get to the Rambam, let's first go o- o- over Tosos. So Tosos says like this. What does that mean he loses 30 days? It means the following. Um, you're going to have to go through a concluding process of Nazirs, all right? Again, as we, as we move on in the Mesech, we're going to be discussing that in more detail. And that is the carbonates that you bring. And now with the carbonates that you bring, you're going to be bringing an Ola Shlamen and a carbon chattas. And now we know that uh, together with that, you're also going to have a, uh, perform a, a, a procedure called deglachus. You're going to be shaving your head. Now, in the shaving of your entire head, so you need a mass of hair. In other words, the whole point of Naziris is growing out your hair. And now as you arrive at the conclusion, you're going to need a, 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 a para, a wild, a, a, a wild set of hair. And so that is required at the end of your Naziris. We are learning together right now. That, that is fundamental towards the, uh, to, towards the procedures at the end. Therefore, um, the, um, the, um, when, if, if in the event you cut your hair or somebody else cut your hair, it doesn't really matter. So now, what's going to be the problem? Ev- everything you counted up until this point is fine. And, and the truth of the matter is, is that you can even continue counting even without hair. The problem is, is the conclusion. Meaning that you're not going to be able to get to your concluding of your naziris unless you have a growth of a hair on your head. Well, for naziris, what does a growth mean? It means a minimum of a 30-day growth. So, therefore, the way Tosos understands the Mishnah's line. So, let's say, list him, cut your hair. So, now the problem is, you can't do the teklachas at the end. In other words, nothing to do with the counting of your naziris. You may have successfully counted your naziris, it just happens to be that at the end, you need Tiglachas. Tiglachas, by definition, requires hair. A growth of hair for a another, by definition, is 30 days. Oh. So according to Tosos, the whole entire point here of the Mishnah is that if somebody cuts your hair, so as far as your minion is concerned, you're fine. Meaning, whatever you count, it counts. In fact, you can even continue counting. It just happens to be that you're going to need a 30-day growth for the end. So according to Tostos, let's illustrate this by example. So let's say you're 20 days into your naziris, so and now what? And now what happens is, it says that, them cut your hair, right? Somebody forced a haircut upon you. So now what you're going to do is, is that you're going to count another 30 days. Another 30 days. Now, 10 of them will finish your nazirs. But at, after 10 days, you don't have a halachic growth of hair on your head. So that's why you're going to need another 20 days, an additional 20 days. So you get that 30-day growth on your head simply for the taglachas. That is the way Tosos understands the Mishnah. And that is approach number one. So far, so good. And now we get to approach number two. Approach number two is the Rambam. Very unique, and quite frankly, a little difficult to understand. But we're here. Today's the daft to read the Rambam. Uh, We are at the beginning of the sixth parak of the Rambam. Okay? Uh, Coincidence, by the way, uh, that we're in the sixth parak of the Mesechth, and the Rambam is uh, here discussing this in the sixth chapter of Hilchas Naziris. Right? The Rambam, uh, when he he organizes the halachas, does not faithfully follow. The and Shas, meaning his organization just based on what he believes is to be the most clear way to present the information. It just happens to be in the sixth parak. So, in the event that we want to remember this, which we do, so sixth parak of the Masech, so sixth parak of the Rambam, okay, if that helps. So, uh, the Rambam says that, let's say you were to drink wine, Or, or, or any, any any great product. Or, you got a little bit of a trim. Right? The, uh, the Ramadan says it's not going to affect your minion whatsoever. In other words, your count remains, uh, remains good. However, Niskaleach, Niskaleach, Rov Rosho, Bain Bitar, Bain Keintar, Velo Nishar, Menas Aroske de la Chufro Shanli Karan, Bain Bazadan Bain Mishkaga, Afil Guchulistimba Onits, Arizazosar Shoshim Yom, but the Rambam writes that let's say in the event somebody shaves you good, right in the middle of your naziris. And now what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to wait 30 days in order so that you could resume your count. After those 30 days, now you could resume your count. The Rambam says, if you're not perfectly clear about what I'm saying, allow me please to illustrate. Kate's side. This is now the second halacha of the Rambam. Now the Nazir's may yom alacham yom nisgalach rosh haroshayez shosh shomyam ashi yerba se rosho ve acher shosh shomyam on 80 yom tashlom yemenizeroso ve chol osam shosh shomyam kol diktuk in nizerosalav elo shein olnam ena mena so the rambam says by illustration by example you're 20 days counting into your nazir's right and that now counts towards your uh, towards 20 days of let's say for example a 100 day nazir's good at day 20 somebody shaves it clean okay Against your will, right? It doesn't matter. You did it, somebody else does, it doesn't matter. Vis-a-vis this particular halacha, it does not matter. If you did it, you just violated the Torah. Somebody else did it, okay. So the result is going to be the same regarding your nazirs. What are you now? You have to now wait for your hair to grow back for you to resume counting. The next 30 days, you're just simply growing out your hair. Then, after 30 days, now you could resume count. And now for the next 30 days you are off count on Naziris. Then from day 51, now what you could do now is you could resume your Naziris, which means that you're counting, even though it's the 51st day, you're counting that as day 21. 21 until uh, until 100, meaning the remaining 80 days of your Naziris. So it's going to be 20, 30, 80. And the Ramam is also very clear. During those 30 days, despite the fact that you're not counting towards your Naziris, you're still a Nazir. You're not allowed to, in other words, all the prohibition of the are, are, are in place at that point in time. Okay. I have trying, I've been trying to spend a little bit of time, granted by the way, lately, this, this past week, I've been a little bit preoccupied, but I've been, try, been trying to wrap my head around this position of the Rambam. Admittedly, it's a little bit difficult to understand, meaning clearly in the Mishnah, it makes sense, but it is just conceptually a little bit difficult to understand. Meaning at day 20, did he have a full growth of hair? Obviously not. Meaning it, it could very well be that he started off as Naziris with no hair. I understand how how did he get there, but just in, if we could just talk in you know in concept. So at day twenty, he didn't have a full quote unquote growth of hair, a thirty day growth of hair, and yet he's counting towards his nazirus. Ah, uh, but if somebody shaves his head at day twenty, now wait one second. Now you can't count. Now you have to wait until you have a full growth of hair on your head. All right, now you can resume counting. It's a little bit difficult to understand conceptually why that should be, but still, that's the Rambam's understanding of our Mishnah. Okay, so basically, let's just outline again, we have a, a, a basic machlokus of how to understand our Mishnah, what happens during your Nazirahs to get shaved, either you or somebody else did it. So according to Tosos, you now have to tack on another 30 days. Again, not, not, not because your count was affected, but simply because in order to conclude your Nazirahs, you need a 30-day growth in order to conclude your nazirs. Okay, so you have to just simply add on another 30 days. Masha Enkin, according to the Rambam, no, it's not a function of adding on. It's a function of you can't count in that state. In other words, because now you have a shaved head, that will inhibit your ability to count, and you have to wait for your hair to grow back in order for you to resume count. You can pick it up from immediately, from the point of the whatever day you were pre-shave, but in other words, but you can't count until you have a head of hair. Okay, that is the machlokis Tosos on the Rambam in terms of how to understand our Mishnah. We continue in the Mishnah. The, the end, part is the same. No, 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 no. It won't. It won't be the same. Meaning, rather uh, uh, no, the words. The, no, the uh, in, 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 in the. And is <laughs> the same as if you pause to, uh, dirty and then count. Right, but according dirty. to Tosos, you don't have to pause. In other words, according to Toshis, you could just simply keep counting. It just happens to be, in other words, in the hundred days, in the example of the Rambam, right, of eight, of twenty and eighty, in the example of the Rambam, according to Toshis, you don't have to pour thirty days. You could just keep counting. And when you get to the end of a hundred, you'll have a, more than, more than enough hair for the, for the teglachas at the end. Right? Right? Okay. Um, we, we, we are back in the Mishnah. Uh, so the Mishnah's position is is that the Nazir's prohibition to remove his hair is going to be both with a razor and with any instrument. It doesn't matter if it's with a pair of scissors. It doesn't matter if it's a razor. doesn't matter if he pulls them out with his hand. Regardless of how you pull it out, you're violating the Torah. Now it's true, <coughs> we will discuss in just a few minutes from now. The Torah says that tar lo yala rosho that you're not allowed to put a razor on your head, mm-hmm. but the Mishnah's here, position over here is very clear. Hair removal for the Nazir is aser period. Okay, and and we're, we're going to dash in that in just a moment. Okay, the Lahu uh, The Gemara's discussion today, and this is going to be most of today's daf. It's a it's a shorter daf. That's why I felt comfortable at the beginning of today's daf to go over the Machlokis Tosfos and Rambam. The um, but anyway, so the, but the remainder of today's daf is short, but it's so interesting. The Gemara has the following question: It's a question of how does our hair grow? Okay. Uh, the hair grows from the root, or does the hair just simply extend itself? Uh, in other words, from the from the tips. So, is the hair's growth from the roots or the tips? Okay. Now, I think, in other words, before the Gemara gets involved in the discussion, I think we know the answer. Meaning, if I were to ask anyone here whether the hair is growing from the roots or the tips, I think we all intuitively already know the answer. Um, this is an interesting Gemara because the Gemara over here is going to uh, get involved in an exercise of empiricism. Uh, which means simply that, hey, let's uh, let's take a look at some observations. We'll observe, make some observations about life, and uh, let's see if we can figure out how things work, basically, on our uh, on our observations of things. Empiricism. Um, it is interesting because the vast majority of the time, the Gemara is not interested in any, any kind of empiricism, meaning any source uh, in terms of generating a halacha, understanding a halacha, is going to be a pasuk in the Torah or a sorry that we have uh, the the idea over here that we get to look at nature and and, and observe nature and and come to conclusions based on observation. Okay, uh, you and I, by the way, may call that science. Hmm. Okay, it just you know, I'll throw it out there. Uh, but in other words, but this idea we don't see it that often in the Gemara. Okay, but nevertheless, obviously, in other words, uh, I think uh, I think we all appreciate that. Uh, right, it's good to be observant over here. I don't mean religiously. I mean just in terms of seeing the world, understanding the world, and how the world works. Over here, the Gemara is going to get involved in that kind of discussion. Okay, and it's, uh, th- th- this doesn't happen that often, so let's enjoy it. So So the Gemara's question is, how does hair grow? Does hair grow from the roots or from the tips? And the Gemara says, okay, now great question, why do I care? Mm-hmm. Okay, in other words, because again, from the Gemara's perspective, there's only one point to have this discussion meaning they're not sitting down and just simply shooting the breeze about how does hair grow, meaning they're only interested in l'gabe halacha. That's the only thing that they care about. So uh, the question may be interesting, but it doesn't belong in the Gemara unless it it, it yields a halachic difference. So let's say that uh, uh, you got a forced haircut by non-Jews and shiribok but uh, they didn't shave your head completely, they left some hair on your head. Now, I'll say they left some hair on your head, but again, halacha is much more concerning giving legal definition. What does give that a, mean? Some hair on their head. So over here, uh, basically, a hair in halacha is significant if no. you could take the hair, fold it over, and have now the tips of your hair touching the root again. Okay. Um, I wish I can give linear me- measurement to that. Uh, it's important, by the way, to know this information because, as you know, so you're not allowed to cut off the corners of your head. In other words, you have to have payas, which, by the way, we're going to be discussing more extensively here in this Masechta. So you have to have payas, and the gemara and also discusses it in detail. So the uh, so that idea that you have to have payas, that you're not to cut the corners of your hair, you have to leave enough hair in your head. Well, how much is enough? So the answer is that the length of the hair has to be enough where I can bend it back and have the tips touching the root. Okay. Um, I, this is where I'm not a postic. Everyone here knows that. Uh, but in other words, but generally speaking, you ask postic, well, how, what, what's the length of that? So if you're familiar with shavers and trimmers, so basically a number two, I, I, I think I have if For those of you, for those of you who, who understand that, um, I, 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 I don't want to say a number because I'm probably going to be wrong, but it's about six to seven millimeters, something along those lines. Okay, fine. Anyway, the point is, is that, if the listim forced a haircut upon you, but they left that, that, that much hair. So again, in halacha, that's considered significant. And therefore, now what? So, Oshaguchu listim. So So, the Gemara says now, if we know how hair grows, so then it would, it would serve now as a practical difference. Let's consider. If your hair is growing from the roots, Okay. So now that means as follows. You became a Nazir. You elected to become a Nazir. So you've been growing now this beautiful hair, right? For the la- beautiful simply because now it's Nazir hair. So you've been growing now this beautiful hair. And now, along comes the, the Nazir and that, that's it. And he, and, and, and he waxed it off. Now he left a little bit at the, you know, at, at, at the roots. And again, I say a little bit, I mean a significant amount, a halachically significant amount. Um, but the, um, but now, if hair is growing now from the tips, in other words, it just, uh, just simply extends, and all that new hair is just extensions, if in fact that's the case. So now what happens is, is that you were growing that hair. The hair that remains is still considered Nuzir hair. Uh, but if, let's say, the hair, the way the hair grows, that it grows from the roots. So now what happens is, is as follows. Is that all that nuzier hair that you've been growing out? So, that nuzier hair that you've been growing out now has been cut off, right? That, 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 that little hair that's left at the roots, so that is not nuzier hair. Granted, by the way, that little bit did grow during your Naziris, but still, that's not nuzier hair. And therefore, what you're going to have to do now is you're going to have to let it grow out again. Okay. So, this is the Gemara's question about how does hair grow? And the nafkamina, as we just articulated. Okay. So, Tashma. So the Gemara now wants to know how does hair grow? Is hair growing from the tips or from the roots? And so the Gemara now is going to be involved in empiricism. So Tashma meha de kaimbi ikva debinte, rabe. So uh debinta by So the Gemara says, well let's take a look at lice. So everyone observes the fact that what does lice do? So the lice, so they just stay by the roots, right? And 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 they and they're parked over there by the roots. Ah if hair were to grow from the roots, so what should be happening to the lice? The lice should be growing together with the new hair. But the lice, lice remain at the roots. Uh, so the Gemara now uses this simple observation to try to prove, uh, what does that show you? It shows you now that hair is not growing from the roots, but rather they're growing from the tips. Uh, beautiful. The Gemara says, Okay, but la'olam elatach and rabbi, enagav chiyuseinach is v'azel inba. Gamara says, okay, but the lice are alive. And what happens is, is that we could say that the the hair is growing from the roots. I, How come the lice are not growing with the hair? Because they're alive. And what they keep doing is they keep moving back to the roots. Okay. So Rabbi. in other words, uh, the observation is great. The explanation, however, can go in one of two diff- different directions. So the Gamara says, so attempt number one, no good. Rabbi. Next, next attempt. Rabbi. Yes, yes. Rabbi, the, the, the lice, the knit is the egg. at the root, and then grows with the hair. The lice is the little bug that sucks the blood from the scalp. Ah, beautiful. Okay, good. Good, right? Either way. The Gemara says it could be, you can give two different explanations. Tashma. Inva meisabereisha dabinte v'iizagadacham al-rabe b'ikva dabinte b'alamekam So the Gemara says, okay, uh how about what 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 happens when it's a dead louse so now what do we see in other words again our observation so the um the uh that when you have a dead louse so uh the um so it, it the dead louse now just simply follows the hair and 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 basically as the hair now is growing out so does the uh so so does the dead louse that grows out with it so the says okay and now if it's if it's just extensions, so be for the by Lameka, so that, that lous should just remain by the base of the hair, by the root of the hair. And so the Gemara says seruge seriga So the Gemar says, Yeah, but you know what? I don't think that's much of a proof as well, because what we could suggest is the following is that really maybe the hair is growing not from the roots. Maybe the hair is growing from the tips. So if that's true, so then why doesn't the dead louse remain by the roots? It's dead. It no longer can hold on. and so maybe it's just it's just it's not because the hair is growing from the roots, but it just simply loses it it loses its grip. And that's why because it, it's dead. And that's why it will just simply now fall to the tips of the hair, but not because that's the way the hair grows, it's just simply because they're not holding on anymore. Again, that was the second attempt of making an observation. And trying to draw a conclusion from an observation, so the gemara says, okay, what about dreadlocks? Okay, dreadlocks is not a new phenomena, right? Dreadlocks were around for a while, right? The religious practice of growing out your hair to, to, to all sorts of length, right? Dreads. So the uh, so uh, other religions do it. So this existed for a really long time, right? That's a bloris. Okay, now the truth of the matter is that the blowers, it seems to be that they did grow dreadlocks, but they also shaved other parts of their head. Okay, w- however it worked. The point is as follows. Is that, so when they're growing the dreads, so what they do is that they braid it. And then, whatever, five months, six months, a year later. So what happens is that with all that new growth by the roots, it needs braiding. Right? Okay, so, uh, just by looking, that's our third observation. It certainly seems like, how is hair growing? Hair is growing from the roots. So the Gemara says, I don't know, HaSom Nami, I did the uh mishikva." so Rafya. So the Gemara says, okay, but look, in other words, when they're lying down on their bed, so obviously it's not the tips of the dreads that are, are receiving all that pressure, it's the roots of the hair that is receiving all that pressure. Maybe, maybe the hair is really growing by its, by its tips and not by its roots, and I, the, the roots seem to be undone, in other words, the braid seems to be undone by the roots, Uh, That just simply could be the pressure of sleeping on top of it every single night. Okay, so again, the Gemara says, look, great observation. But again, with every observation, no, no, but every, but with a lot of observations, you can give multiple explanations, right? Which, by the way, makes science so difficult, meaning that we make observations, but then our explanations may or may not be correct. Good. So Tashma, uh, Miskarta, uh, DeRafi Imra, uh Vitanya, so the Gemara says, okay, but, and, and hopefully, by the way, this is something you were thinking about from the very beginning of the question, and that is people who dyed their hair. Well, b- b- before we get to humans dying their hair, so let's first ab- talk about animals that get their hair dyed, specifically in the midst of Meister Behemoth, right? One, two, three, ten animals come out. You're counting the ten animals that come out, and now what happens to the tenth animal? So you paint it red. In other words, you have a marker, a red marker, right, or back in the day, right, a red paintbrush, and you marked it red. Now what happens is is that now that tenth animal is going to have a red uh, a red stain on its wool. Now that animal is my is is a, is a carbon, but that's not the point. The point then now is is that look at that look at that point uh, over the course of the next month, two months, whatever. And you, what you're going to notice is is that the hair underneath it, the wool underneath it, meaning the wool that's closer to the body, is not red. In fact, it's white or whatever color wool it is. In other words, it seems pretty clear, just from the dying of the of the of the sheep, that the hair is growing not from the tips but rather from the roots. Okay, and the Gemara makes the point, which hopefully we all were thinking. Well, vitanya, by the way, is just simply the Gemara saying, and oh, by the way, we learned that in the brisa, meaning that the 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 point over here is both an observation and it's a brisa. And the Gemara says, and on top of that, visu known. And you know what happens with the older people? Older people dye their beard. So ikve nimhon. So and meanwhile, uh, you look at the roots of anyone who dyed their dyed their hair, right? The Gemara right now is focusing on men, but men, women doesn't matter, right? Probably, if I if I may suggest, the Gemara over here doesn't cite women because women didn't show their hair. Okay. But I thought men were not supposed to dye. Oh, I'm going to get to that point. Right? That's, uh, I'm, right. right I, same, same thought over here. So the uh, so anyway. So but you look at anyone who dyes their hair. And of course, you'll notice that anyone who dyes their hair, as their hair is growing out from the roots, so that part now is not dyed. In fact, it you know it, it needs a, it needs a treatment. So okay, so it's just that's a simple observation. There really is no other explanation. Meaning that when you look at people dyeing their hair, so the roots are undyed, and and so that's a pretty pretty clear indication that hair is growing not from the tips but rather from the roots. Okay, sh'ma The Gemara says it's good and 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 I'm sorry, Shmaminah, mina mila Good. So hair is growing from from the roots. Roots, and not from the tips. Okay. Good. So that was a amud of gemara, I, as I pointed out in the beginning. Very interesting amud of gemara, where the gemara really it gets involved in empiricism, observations, explanations, and and and, and again, our, we're interested in it because there is a halachic outcome from that. But still, that's a very interesting discussion. To Ben's point, and that is, I thought you're not allowed to dye your hair, so you're not allowed to dye your hair. In fact, it's it's in the Torah. To dye your hair, in other words, any kind of cross-dressing would be prohibited. Cross-dressing does not just limit it to the clothing, right? Uh, we're we're about to enter Purim, by the way, and there is a discussion to be had about for Purim, can men wear women's clothing and can women wear men's clothing for Purim? Okay, that is a question. It's an interesting question, and I'm not here to discuss it today, <laughs> but 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 it's not just limited to dress. It also includes uh, it also includes a uh, style. And style would be even dyeing your hair. So, if dyeing your hair is something that is done exclusively exclusively by women, so then that was now in the women's camp, and therefore, when men cannot go ahead and 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 uh, and dye their hair, right? This is a uh, it's a beferish. <coughs> Excuse me, <coughs> it's a beferish halacha. It is explicit, and so even though the gemara over here is giving this as an example, the gemara is not focusing on the on the iser. The Gemara is just simply focusing on the observation, meaning we have a question of how does hair grow. The Gemara now is just looking for an answer. Yes, it's true, the Gemara is pointing to an isser, but that's not what interests us right now. What interests us is the simple observation. Okay, good. Okay, so um, so Shemamina. So the Gemara says, good. So uh, we can successfully now conclude that the hair, in fact, is growing from the roots and not from the tips. Good. So the Gemara says, "Okay, now we have a brisa. The brisa describes where you're going to get. You're, you're, you're getting a forced haircut, and you're a Nazir. You're getting a forced haircut. Non Jews came over and, 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 and cut your hair. However, they left a little bit. Again, I say a little bit. We now know. Go back to the beginning of the daf today." It is a halachic significant amount where I could take the tip and bend it back to the root, right? Six, seven millimeters, whatever is the correct number. So, uh, so, so at that point in time, it does not disqualify you from your naziris. It doesn't re- remove any of the days that are counted. In fact, you can continue, continue counting. Now, if in the, um, so now if what we're suggesting that, uh, not just suggesting, but concluding, is that hair, in fact, is growing from the roots. So now, Lister, so the Gemara says, so I don't understand. So whatever hair that remained, so that is not your nuzier growth, meaning your nuzier growth has been shorn. And so that little bit that remains by the base of your head, so that's your that's not your nuzier growth. So the Gemara says, so I don't understand. So the Gemara says, "Okay." The Gemara says, "Good. I, I, I. Allow me, please, to help you understand." Why, why isn't a Nazir growth? I mean, he was a Nazir when the hair was growing. So why isn't a Nazir growth? I understand, but the Gemara is assuming the Nazir growth, meaning that from your time that you committed yourself to be Nazirus, that that hair is still on your head. But the thing is that that no, I I, I I do hear you, but okay. right, my, my my what I'm saying is clearly the Gemara's understanding, right. right? That you needed from the day that you started counting your Nazirus. That hair to be on your head, and that hair is gone. Okay, so the uh, so the Gemara says as follows: the Gemara says, "Kagon uh, So the Gemara says that what happened was is that uh, in, in terms of explaining the B'raisa, so when did these lizim come to, come at you? They came to you on day thirty. On day thirty. So now, now what does that mean? It means that you successfully counted your, your naziris, and we're going to have to add a point. Omani Rebbe Alazarhi, Adamar Kol Acher Shiva Shiva Sosir. Uh, the sheet of Rebel Lazar is, is that after you're malos, after you finish counting your days of nazirs, meaning you said you were going to count 30, you did count 30, I, they came and they, and, and they, and they, and, and they, um, and they shaved your head. According to Rebel Lazar, it doesn't disqualify the days that you counted. The days that you counted are all still all, are all our registered counting days. And the only thing is, is that you now need, um, you, you just simply need a week's worth of growth. So, my time is the Revelation, the Gemara says, okay, now why a week's worth of growth? So, me So, he says, because he has a limud. And that is, is that it's not going to be different than a nazir in a state of Tuma. Now, ma um, shiva Now, now, when, 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 you're tummy, right? Uh, let's go over something that we've gone over numerous times over here in this Masechta, right? You're in the middle of your nazirs and you become tummy. So, we all know what happens. What happens is, is that your count now is suspended. You have to become tahor, and then once you become tahor, you can resume count. Good, right? Simple. Now that suspension is going to be a week. We all know. In order to for you to go from a state of Tumatah tahara, so it requires a week of a a week of tahara. In other words, the 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 paraduma procedure is a seven week procedure. Now, granted, by the way, there is an eighth day, right? And that on that eighth day you're bringing karbanis. But if we could just keep it simple. In other words, now you are suspended for a week. And now after a week where your hair's been growing for only now a week, so now what's gonna happen is is that you, you were suspended for a week, but that after after that week you can go ahead and resume count. Okay. So just like by Tuma, a week's growth is significant, so too by Tahara, a week's growth is now going to be significant as well. The Kim Lula Yomem Asya Karo. And, 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 uh, and, and that, in that week's time, what is significant? What's significant is that now, how much is your hair gonna grow within a week? Enough to, for it to bend back and, and hit the root. In other words, again, six to seven millimeters, whatever the correct number is. Okay. So the, uh, so that's the sheet of Rebbe So then, in other words, so explaining the Bryce's. So again, let's set let's set ourselves up. The Bryce's says that what happens when you, uh, when Liston cut your hair? So the Bryce says, you're still, you're good. In other words, and we don't understand. Meaning, you need nazir hair in order to conclude your naziris. And if, in fact, the hair grows from the roots, which we spent the entire daf concluding, that's how the hair grows. The hair grows growing from the roots. So that means that what was cut from your hair now is not going to be your nazir hair. In other words, that was not the hair that you had from the beginning of your naziris. It's new hair. And so, over here, how do you understand the brisa? So the Gemara says the way to the, the way to understand the brisa, in this context, is the nukimta. Where they, they cut your hair on day 30. Since they cut your hair on day 30, we're holding like Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar says that all you're counting now is successful. I, for the purpose of Tiglachas, so you need now just a week's worth of growth. Okay. Good. Adkan. That's the uh, that's how I we'll understand the price. Question. For the extended week that you're doing Tiglachas, the uh, net all the restrictions still continue to apply? Yeah, uh, that, it would seem to be the case, right? Uh, ear, ear, Earlier this morning, I'm sorry, you missed it. The, uh, the, we cited the Rambam. It, it would seem to be that, yes, you're, all, all your all your Nazareth are still in place. Okay, and finally, Nazareth Okay, and now we're talking about Nazir's Isser of actually cutting his hair. It's not limited to a razor. And and, and we'll just quickly re- uh, end off today's daf with a Bryce... Uh, and the brisa reads taray lo ela ta'ar. so um talosh mirate Sif sive koshu so tamalumber yeh gadol parasay rosho Uh div rabioshia so the uh so the uh the brisa uh, the brisa quotes the first opinion of rabbi rabioshia because the torah says kadoshia gadol parasay rosho you have to have the hair on your head meaning any manner in which you remove that hair is going to violate the torah now, Rabbi Omer Koshu And according to Rabbi Onesan, no, the Torah limits it to a razor, which means that if I were to pluck the hair, so, uh, the, uh, or, or just pull it out with your hand, so you're going to be Pater. In other words, you are not violating, um, you're not violating anything. Now, Vahaksiv Kadoshiyev. So the Gemara says, okay, the Shita of Rabbi Onesan, that's a little bit difficult to understand. I Meaning, position seems to be very clear. All he does is just simply cite the Pasuk. Meaning, yes, it's true. The Torah does say razor. But it's also true, the Torah says, and you have to grow your hair out. Right? That's the kadoshiyah gadel perasarosho. Par, uh, so, so if you pull your hair out, that's a violation of the mitzvah saseh. So the Gemara says, I don't understand the shita of, of Rabbi Yonasan. So the Gemara says, So the Gemara says, You're right. The Lememrah uh, Dim Gilech So the Gemara says, no, uh, you, uh, you, what's it called? In, in, in clarification of the Shita of Rabbi Yonassan, the, uh, if you, the, um, the um, in, I'm sorry, the, uh, uh, in explanation of Rabbi Yonassan, when you cut your hair with a razor, you're a Nuzner and you cut your hair with a razor, so you're in violation of a Losase and an assay. Meaning in this particular case, the los assay and the assay are linked. They're totally connected. And that means to say that if you don't violate the los assay, you don't even violate the assay. Meaning this is Rabbi Yonason's understanding of the Pasuk. The Pasuk is true that the Pasuk is giving a los assay and an assay, but Rabbi Yonason will tell you that they're totally linked. When am I in violation of the assay? Only when I violate the los assay. And Rabbi, Rabbi Yoshia, that's the first opinion of the Brisa, will tell you, no, they're not linked. Meaning that there's one, there's one low of not shaving your hair with a razor. But on top of that, there's also an say that you have to grow out your hair. And anything that is going to belie your ability to grow out your hair, i.e. you pull your hair out. So that's going to be a violation of the assay. I, treat you didn't violate the, the low sase, but they're separate. Okay. And just conceptually, by the way, it's, it, it's really good just to think about it. Meaning that the machlok over here is how related is the low sase to the assay. Uh, so the, so uh, the, so because the, the brace over here is uh, like, like the sheet of Rabbi Yoshia. You're not allowed to pull your hair out in any manner if you're a Nazir. So here and now let's ask a really excellent question. And that is, is that if the Yisra for the Nuzer is to pull his hair out in any manner, so why does the Torah say, and don't put a razor to your head? Meaning, it's not limited to razor. It's true by any manner of removing your hair. So lefi uh um uh, uh I'm sorry, lefi she So the Gemara says, I'll tell you why. Uh, because uh, we're setting ourselves up for the conclusion of the nazirus. Because at the conclusion of the nazirus, what's the what's the nazir going to do? Everyone, get ready. He's going to shave his hair, his head, with a razor. Which I know sounds strange, by the way. Later in the mesachta, we're going to talk more about that. That, In other words, you're doing something that normally you're not allowed to do. But because you're concluding your naziris, now there's a mitzvah to remove that hair, but specifically with a razor. That's why the Torah says that during your naziris, don't shave with a razor, even though the truth of the matter is it's not limited to a razor. It's true by pulling your hair out in any manner. It just happens to be that at the end of your naziris, you're specifically going to have to use a razor. Ah, So that's why the Torah says that during your naziris, not a razor. Okay, good. All right, Adkan. That's the that's the end of today's daf. So let's quickly recap. So the the beginning of today's daf, we moved in, in topic uh, from from grapes to, to haircut. Nasan is not allowed to to shave his head. And 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 what if he does while, during his nazir or so it now it's going to be so sir Shloshim, It's going to now knock out thirty days. Exactly what that means. So we spent a lot of time at the beginning of today's daf presenting Machlok as and the Rambam, exactly how to understand that line of the Mishnah in terms of your suspended Nazirs for 30 days. What exactly does that mean? That go, go back to the beginning of the daf where we discussed that in detail. Okay, Most of today's daf we focused on how does hair grow from the roots to the tips? The answer is it grows from the roots. But the Gemara deliberated this point for a good part of today's daf. Why is that important? It's important because as a Nazir, you have to have Nazir hair. That hair that you had from the beginning of your commitment of being a nazir, that has to be on your head uh, for for nazirus. Ah, so if now if somebody comes along and and basically almost cuts you clean, in other words, basically takes a machine and, and 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 shaves you down with a number two, so now so now what? So if it's growing from the roots, so now what happened is is that your nazir hair is gone. In other words, that hair that you that you that that, that you were growing from the beginning of your Naziris is gone. And now what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to wait till it grows again. Okay presumably another 30 days. Uh, The Gemara then quotes a brysa. The brysa says only seven days. The Gemara gave gave an an explanation of how to understand that brysa. Anukimta, in terms of how to understand that brysa. And finally, the last thing that we discussed today is the iser of the nazir of shaving his hair. In other words, even though the Torah says with a razor, but most tanayimah of the position, it's not limited to a razor. In other words, any which way a nazir cuts his hair is going to be a violation of the Torah. I, the Torah says, the Torah does your, use the word razor. Yeah, but it's not limited to a razor. Uh, but there is a sheet of Rabbi Onesan. In other words, a tan of Rabbi Onesan is of the position that the is of the Nazir is only with the razor, not with any other implement. Okay? And, and presumably, according to Rabbi son, it wouldn't, uh, right? In other words, certainly, Malchus is off the table. Well, look, it's, I could say it that simply and that clearly. Malchus is off the table if you are removing your hair in any manner. Again, how does it affect your counts? Go back to the beginning of today's daft. But in terms of the isser for the nazir, the isser of the nazir is going to be only with a razor, according to Rabbi Oneson. And why? What about the assay? Where the assay says you have to grow out your hair? Yeah, the assay and the los assay are totally connected. And if you're not violating the los assay, you're not violating the assay. That's Rabbi Oneson. But again, most I uh, decouple the la- the lav and the assay. And most I will tell you that there's a law of cutting with a razor, but there is also an essay that you have to grow your hair. And if you go ahead and you remove your hair, non razor removal of your hair, you're still going to be in violation of the essay.